Hey y'all. Hey guys, hey, it's Danny, and it's time for another episode of Spin the Bottle. Danny, does the theme song from Tailspin ever run through your mind when you hear that? Tailspin. Yes. Friends for life through thick and thin with another tailspin. You are my friend. So much. Today we've got one of our favorite peeps in the studio that some of you may know and some of you may not, but we will solve that problem for you by the end of the show. Yes. And let me just tell you in advance, you are very welcome because we are getting ready to lace you with some very serious jewels. What, what? By way of none other than Brooks D. Proctor. He is the founder of Square Bear Fashion Apparel, which is jazzy. Okay, super just jazzy, super jazzy. He I would have, never use the word jazzy, but but still. I will. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And That's I fine. Love it. We can do that. And we talked about me being frumpy in a few episodes before. We okay? did. Every time I throw on Square Bear, I feel like I'm. I'm. Oh yeah, I feel. Do very, you know what I'm saying? Very cool. I feel cool. <laughs> I feel like I'm relevant. Vis a vis. I'm relevant because I have a this shirt. I think that's the point, right? We're in it. We'll hear about that. We'll hear okay. about that. But he's not, it's not just Square Bear with him, okay? There are levels to this thing. So not only is there Square Bear, but he also creates all types of very gentlemanly pocket squares <laughs> and bow ties. I love the bow ties. Okay, the man can wear a suit. I'm just going to say that. Amazingly. Amazingly. And it, anyways, okay. This is the best intro I've We've <laughs> done some good intros, but he's, this one's He is good. a dancer, a mimer. How many of you guys know a mime? Do you know him? I do know him. I'm. I know one. His name is Brooks. And he also does interior, interior designing. So he's just an awesome renaissance man. He is responsible for the reason that people walk into my apartment and think that I just have it together. Okay? And you that do. I love your no, apartment. It's Yeah, it's it, that was him. That so was B, him. BP is easily one of the most innovative and expressive people that I've met. It's very crafty. Oh, wait. Our pictures. Our photo shoot. Who sat down with us and, <clears throat> also the and stylist. pretty much dressed us? Also the stylist for, the photo shoot for our thinking. photo shoot. All right, okay, 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 all right. It's clear that we love you. So this, I think, is a good indicator of why we feel like he is the perfect interviewee for our conversation about creativity. Totally, he's going to tell us a story today. And when he tells us a story, I really hope that we can get some very case-specific vocabulary in there. Do you have any idea? Do you what mean, word I'm looking for? Do you mean a, a word of the day? Why, yes. That's exactly what I mean. The word of the day today is prowess. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! It was so close. <laughs> Why can't I say it? Oh, okay. Let me try what it again. I think you mean is <laughs> prowess. <laughs> I've been practicing. It's I okay. It was phenomenal. It. Prowess. prowess. Yes, there it is. <gasps> Let Which me just means tell you what this means. <laughs> prowess means having skill or expertise in a particular activity or field, or bravery in battle. As in the battle of creativity. Killing right? it. Right? Killing it. <laughs> in other words, Brooks exercises great prowess yes. in creating menswear. Agreed. I did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Oh my God, Danielle, we have not done a slow clap in a very long time. It has been a while. It's been a good while. But there are a couple of things out there that we feel are worth applauding. So here we go. I would like to give, as Danielle says, the supreme <laughs> slow clap <laughs> to Roots. What? The remake of Roots. Why did you do that to yourself? <sighs> Listen, I know you're thinking, oh no, not another slave movie. That's precisely what I'm thinking. <laughs> Danielle, be patient. It's so good. It reminds me of why stories like this are really significant. And I was on this, I was in the same boat as you are. I was like, I'm not gonna watch another 12, was it 12 Years a Slave? I'm not gonna watch another Are you the kind of person who, who loves to watch The Color Purple on a Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know Just the because. kind of person you're talking about. Yeah. But I'm not that person. Okay. But I've always okay. loved Roots. Like that was a thing. My mom would sit us down, we'd watch it. It was like a really big thing for her. She would talk through it, the whole thing, and tell us the history of things. And I, but I, I felt like there are a lot of narratives about slaves. I don't feel like we need another one. I definitely don't think we need a remake. But the performances are really spectacular. Not only that, they are telling the story from the slave's point of view. So there's a lot of like relationships and things that you see from the slave side as opposed to like having sympathetic white characters in it <laughs> at all. It's right. really like really driven by Kizzy, Kunta, um, Chicken George. It's so good. It's, it's, <sighs> I can't believe we were supposed to be at a party. Somebody had it on in the background and I was instantly like sucked in. And I couldn't let it go. And I'm definitely going, I'm not finished, but I'm definitely watching the last two hours because it was really that good. They did a really fantastic job. I trust your judgment. And because of that, I will give Roots a Just try. Please give it a try. I will it's try. It's worth the remake. It's worth the remake. Okay. I'm, I'm sure. It actually made me start thinking about how I'm going to tell my children about that period in, in our history. Wow. Just like how I'm going to teach them about black history. Because I think what why people are so upset about, oh, no, not another slave movie, because it seems like Hollywood only knows this very negative and dark side of African-American life. And it's like we can't somehow rise above that. But it's such an integral part of our history. And it doesn't make us any less to have to tell those stories. And I think sometimes that might be some of the emotion that comes along with having to watch that on screen for so, so many renditions of it from Django to 12 Years a Slave to what other ones came out oh there's some there's that I didn't even so watch many, honey. there's, there's some just movies so many that people talked about that I was like I just I just don't have the energy for that you know but I will say guys if you haven't seen it give it a chance um yeah watch it I think you really like it okay for you I will <laughs> that's a song by Monica anyway yes by Monica I love her. um okay so Here's my slow clap for this week. I stumbled upon a podcast that I am crushing on that I just happen to love. What is it? It is by MP. What's NPR? Of course, NPR. Yeah. And they have a um, a new podcast out. It just came out, and it's called Code Switch. Oh, have you heard about Code Switch? Yeah. You have. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's amazing. I'm just gonna read the little blurb for you so you understand. It's great. So. Ever find yourself in a conversation about race and identity where you just get stuck? Code Switch can help. We're all journalists of color and this isn't the work we do. It's the lives we lead. So here's the like thing. It's all people of color who are journalists talking about life from their perspective and how 
so many people of color often feel like they have the version of themselves at work and then that turns off and then this it's is the my life in, right <clears throat> so really really good listening guys and I definitely um I I relate to that because people make fun of me like people who know me as my friends like they'll call me at work and you'll definitely get a different voice on the phone <laughs> when you call oh, me sure. at work lots of interesting stuff so check it out it's just good listening good fun um, for people of color. And the, fir the first episode they did was one about whiteness. It was thinking about whiteness, which is something interesting because generally we think as people of color, like we think about our respective cultures, but we don't necessarily think of whiteness. Because don't we have to all the time? But don't it's like as their shine? own. No, I get it, I get you it. get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I hear you though. So check it out. I like it. I'm into it. Code oh, well. switch, NPR. Yeah. I listen to it again. All right, now it's time for the fun. Oh, 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 oh. Gonna spin the bottle. We're gonna spin the bottle. Okay, Drea, what are our topics for this week? Okay, we say okay a lot, but okay. <laughs> That's okay. Totally okay. <laughs> Here are the categories for this week. Riddle me this. This is where we discuss the things that really don't make any kind of sense at all, or we're trying to make sense of it. You get it. For nostalgia's sake, a blurry bubble moment. You know, like in the movies when people have an old memory. <laughs> an old memory. <laughs> Currently crushing. This is the stuff that we love right now. Rom-com, you did us wrong. Our unending rant against these 90-minute love lies. <laughs> they are lies. <laughs> lies. Lies, I tell you. Hypothetically speaking, our real-life advice or questions for fictional characters. And mom... A respectful calling out of our moms for the adult things they did not warn us about. All right, let's spin it. <laughs> Riddle me this. We haven't had this one yet. Riddle me that. Okay. What don't you understand, Treya? All right, so I got something in my inbox this week. I get a lot of emails. I sign up for a lot of things. I really want to get out of the habit of doing that, but whatever. I got something in my inbox, and there was this picture of this adult woman with cake smashed all over her face. And apparently, adult cake smashing is in. Do you remember when you were like two and your mom, not even two, like when you're one and they put the cake in front of you? You might not remember this, but you have been to a birthday party where the kid takes the cake and like is rubbing it all over his face because he's a kid and he's like, what is this? You know, and it's sugar. Apparently there's a new little fad going around where adults are now reliving their toddler years and cake smashing at their birthday parties. I don't get it. I just don't. I think I get it. Like, I kind of understand why they might do it. But I'm also... What do you... But I'm also not on that train. I'm just not on it. Also, I hate it when they do that at weddings. Like, I... Yeah. I'm thing. A, yeah, I'm not a fan either. It doesn't I've seem I've spent violent. money on this makeup, okay, on this hair. About makeup. I'm in a dress. Okay. Um, It does also seem violent. Like, it does. And that's not how we want to start our new union together. I okay? Agree. I don't want you shoving things in my face. I don't like it. I don't think you would like it either. Also, now we have icing everywhere. Not cool. I don't, I don't, I've never understood that. So, all I'm saying is, I also don't understand why as a 33-year-old, I might take some photos with me smashing cake all over my face because I'm stressed out at work and I need to express myself in other ways. It's just not... 
don't know. Your face. And people can see your I'm face. I'm so Let's perplexed. Let's take a photo. Because this is reminding me, this is the same face I gave you with this dog play, puppy play thing. Like, <laughs> right. you come up with things that baffle it's my just, brain. It's just, I don't know how I find these things. But yeah. So yeah, adult cake smashing. If you're into it, we still love you. But we would like to know why. Yeah. Mine is going to be fairly simple because I feel like it's a question that everybody I know has been asking. Um, and I hate to be repetitive, but as time goes on, I'm becoming more and more baffled. And what I want to know is why anybody in the United States of America is voting for Donald Trump. That's my riddle <laughs> me. Like, it's a conundrum that like, I cannot... I cannot say it enough. I just... I'm sorry. I hate to beat a dead horse. I just... I really want a Trump supporter to write us or to call... Like, I... I actually don't, but... I do. But I really want to hear... I try to be objective. Invite them into your home. I want to hear... <laughs> I want to hear why. Okay. Why well, I mean, Donald Trump is any, getting your vote. I'm not going to a rally. Or, <laughs> I'm not going to or a rally. Or rally. <laughs> No, I no, but I want to see a real person because, like, yeah. when I read the comments, I feel like it's these fictitious trolls out there that I can't quantify. Like, I need to know what a Donald Trump supporter looks like oh, and okay. thinks like, yeah. and you want to study what they have to say, like from a real place. Like, this is why I'm voting for Donald Trump, and I think he is the best choice for our. We country. might have a little debate on the show one day. We'll have some people who, because we do know a Donald Trump supporter. We do. Yeah. Well, Jared. Yeah. We don't do want to say, do we not, do I know them? Yeah, yeah you do know him. What? It's okay, shocked. you guys aren't best friends. You just know him. Okay. But yeah, he, he's actually a really cool guy. And have we had any commentary from, have you guys asked him why? Sort of. Well, Jarrett has. And okay. So I yeah. guess we'll so have we to might dig have into a that. Little, it would be good to know. So good. Riddle me this. Also, sorry, and this is another thing. Why are zip ties so hard? to get off of certain things when you go you know when you you know those things at the store where it's like i know you're not supposed to be stealing merchandise and i understand that but it's like once also, i purchase also, it i'm just gonna jump in but also because i don't understand how you got to this what are you talking about because i was just thinking about a purchase that i made okay in the and midst i bought of it donald trump told me this <laughs> well i did because i was thinking about other things that wrecked my brain oh yeah and i was literally spent Hello. 35 minutes trying to remove this freaking like my scissors weren't working. It was bending my scissors. I know exactly it's what that you're industrial grade plastic I that it's like once exactly I buy it, I should about. be able to get into it. But it wasn't happening. I ended up having to like saw it with a butcher knife. And that's unnecessary to get into anything, I think. That's all. Oh, you're my favorite. Okay. I'm done. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the always very dapper dandy, Brooks <laughs> D. Proctor. <laughs> Welcome. So, Brooksy, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> How y'all doing? Tonight? Hey, Brooks, hey. On tonight. Yeah, right, right. Yes. I'm trying to, first of all, I'm trying to fix my voice to where it sounds like you all. It's like, it's all like. Hey, welcome. <laughs> to the not sound like that, that is not how we sound. I'm Andrea, and that is Danielle. <laughs> so I feel like my voice. That's one thing, okay. and then two, one. I keep popping out toys in my mouth because I don't ever want to have like the funky breath on the mic type deal. You're, you're so good. So I'm, I'm sure like, of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody to yeah judge me later on. So 
Anyway, we're so glad to have you. Welcome. Here. It's good to be here, y'all. It really is. This is this is awesome. Great. <laughs> On so many levels. <laughs> so we obviously invited you because we think that you're an incredible guy, very creative. You're forging your way in a lot of different areas, especially fashion, design, that sort of thing. But we want to know, you know, what's your story? How'd you get to where you are today? Well. It's been a long journey, I will say that. I mean, right now, I guess what? I run a brand mm -hmm. uh, called Square Bear. Um, I coach kids basketball uh, as well. Um, and and I make a bomb-ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> what? Yes. This is, okay, this no is one, brand new information. No one can match my, the, the jelly to peanut butter ratio, as they say. What? Is, is bomb. Also, oh, this yeah. man makes some amazing string beans that I'm still trying to get the recipe for that <laughs> he refuses. Bomb-ass string beans. <laughs> Listen, can cook, well, too. How well can you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, well, though? Like, know, it, I want it, one. It's we'll definitely an art. It's kind of okay. like making Kool-Aid. You gotta know how to make that, too. <laughs> if you do it's it wrong, true. people will judge you. It's so and, true. And that is very true. So, <sighs> no, I mean, right now, just running the brand, um, Square bearing, which was a shower idea. You know, all the best ideas come in the shower. So um, I was in the shower. And at the time, I was making men's ties and bow ties. And that was fun. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I was... My hands and neck would hurt from sewing and being on the sewing machine. Uh, which is funny, just to even backtrack on that. Someone asked me how I learned how to sew last week. And I actually learned how to sew from a guy that did drag. You don't yes. say. Yes, I don't tell too many people the story, but yes, I was visiting a friend, a, a girlfriend of mine, and uh, I went to go chill with her. But actually, it was in the morning. I was dropping something off at her house, and I heard her roommate on her on his machine. Mm -hmm. And so I went in there, and I was like, I was like, bro, you, you can you teach me how to sew? And he was like, well, the only way I could do it is if you come at six a.m. three days a week when I do it. And uh, I'll show you some things. And so, like, I grabbed my machine and I was at their house Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 a.m. for, like, four months. Wow. wow. And I learned how to sew that way. And yeah. it was it was crazy because this joker would have me sewing his drag pieces for <laughs> That's show. why he was and trying was to like, show you. He was this like, sure, is so good. Sure, I'll show and you. I was, this I'd is so like, good. I don't really feel comfortable putting all of this sequence together right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I really want to learn. And, he literally taught me how to sew, so that's how I learned how to sew. And so, fast forward, uh, my neck, hands hurting. I'm in the shower. I'm like, how can I do something different? And I, in in regards to fashion, like the epitome of dressing up, I feel would be a bow tie to wear a bow tie, and the epitome of to dress down with to be is to wear a t-shirt. So I, I just thought about, you know, um, you know, pop culture right now and how cool right now is to be nerdy and, and like how nerds are in style and, you know, how we went from songs like Get Stupid, Go Dumb Dumb to like Drake saying like, nah, dude, I want to be successful. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, having Obama in the office and, and just just comparing things to how I grew up, how I couldn't go to prom and, and couldn't go to the mall and hang out on the weekends. I couldn't watch rated R movies, so I would have one of my homies come to school and tell me about the rated R movies so I could act like I was still cool. <laughs> it was deep, man. It was deep. He's like, no, no. No, no. It was, this thing was serious. So, like, you know, uh, I was 
pegged as a square and you know me too brooks yeah so like you know uh that's how i kind of came up with square bear and just like you know that was my ode to being a square and saying you know what f it i'm gonna just embrace all of the quirky things about me and 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 just all of my past and just the nerdy stuff about me that nobody really knows but f it i'm gonna just i'm gonna roll with it and i'm gonna embrace it wholeheartedly and and it's okay to be who i am so that's kind of so good square (laughs) and by the way thank you all for that uh lovely intro i can never live up to ever again in life Sir, i just it's um, only true it's I, all true i started to get upset the more and more stuff you guys said about me it, it made me really upset so it made you upset yeah because i'm like how do i live up to this how do i leave here get in my prius and, and, and drive <laughs> did and you drive get a prius? well hopefully we inspire prius. you yes no you guys inspire me on so many levels uh, I love the podcast and and I think it's awesome um, that you guys are doing this. Like you meet so many people in LA that say, "All right, we gonna do this, we gonna do this, we gonna do this," and they don't do it. And you guys uh, are actually doing. We used it. to be those people. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so now I can, I can successfully say that I'm on you all's tenth episode, and yeah. I think dun, this, dun, is, dun. this is so awesome, man. I'm yes, so thankful and, and honored that you guys even thought about me. So love fest it, it is. is. I feel so loved. So what? One of the things you started talking about learning to sew, and obviously you do a lot of things creatively. But when did you start feeling like you had? Like, have you always felt like, oh, I want to do fashion, or I want to do something in the arts? I know you also model a little bit. So when did that start for you? Because I, mm. I feel like there are two types of people. There's like a person who just from the from the jump knows that they're going to be some sort of artist or do something artistic. And then there's other people who are sort of like, oh, no, I don't do that. I don't, I'm not creative in any way. Hmm. And then there's some people who kind of just put, so actually there's three. <laughs> there's, then there are some people who put behind or put their creativity to the side to pursue more practical things mm. because they're afraid that mm-hmm. that won't sustain them. Mm. So what kind of person are you? When did it all begin? Well, for me, it, it began early. I mean, I feel like now that I'm thinking about it, like, I used to dance. We I, I had, like, a hip-hop group when I was in elementary school, and we would do all the, all the hammers dances, and, you know, we would put all, <laughs> put routines together and, and really just be at school, like, like house partying it up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so that was kind of where it kicked off. I didn't get into fashion until, like, middle school. Like middle school is when I kind of got into fashion. Um, I was telling somebody the other day there was these two brothers named uh, Michael and Roy uh, Manning, and uh, these dudes in sixth grade. I mean, we would clown these dudes like they were they dressed terrible, <laughs> and something happened. I don't know if they mama won the lottery or what. Their daddy started giving <laughs> them money, but these dudes came back that next year, and they were just like it was. Their style was so dope. And I say style. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it was. It's a difference between style and, and fashion. Like, anybody can go out and buy a rock wear outfit. You know what I'm saying? For the lack of a better I was going to say, know, is brand, there no other you know? outfit? It's fine. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> but how you style it, you know, is 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 what it means to me. Uh, is what fashion means to me. Like, anybody can style. I mean, anybody can do fashion, but can you? do you have style? You know what I'm saying? And mm. so those brothers were styling. And between them 
and their style and then we would have uh every sunday we would have uh we would have contests at church like who can come in the most stylish at church mm. so like for me it was it was hard because if i come from a family of, of nine it was seven kids you know and uh so we couldn't we couldn't get all the clothes that everybody else mm-hmm. had and yeah. and I had to get hand me downs for my older brother which he was six six so like, <laughs> oh no can you imagine getting hand me downs from a from a, a brother that's six six so it's like oh. like all of his t shirts would come down to my to my forearms and wrists you know and like all of the pants I would be rolling and all oh. of that stuff so it, it was being embarrassed but I would fi- have to find cool ways to to make it work so so that's kind of when i got into fashion yeah that's like the beginning yeah that sparked it so after that i was i was i was that dude in kansas city i was (laughs) back where i'm from so yeah kc yeah so you're out clearly in la doing it a lot of people come to la because they have a dream Hmm. and they want to make something of themselves have you, what are the problems that you have had building your brand and expressing yourself here? Well, you know, with me, like for me, it was tough because I didn't have anybody that had done what I was doing, you know, at the time. You know, everybody has a brand and that's cool, but I didn't have anybody in my personal life that could have showed me the ropes. I just knew I wanted. I had an idea that the Lord gave me an idea and that I wanted to actually go forth with it. And so for me, what the hardest part was, you know, the beautiful thing about L.A., I will say, is that opportunity is everywhere and and, and uh, tangibility is everywhere mm-hmm. here. Just being able to get your hands on on things that other people can't get their hands on. So I went downtown and I scoured and combed through downtown. And the hardest thing for me was people taking me serious because I look so young. And so I would go in and I'm young and I'm black and I, I, I don't have on like a suit, you know, I got on skinny jeans and, and blazers and, and, you know, and a t-shirt and guys not really taking me serious. So, you know, I got a backpack on and they're like, we, you know, we, we can't, you know, you got to have a seller's permit. And so I'm like, I had to whip out the seller's permit from the back and slap them in their face with the seller's permit. <laughs> and so then they're like, all right, what you need, man? What do you need? You know, and I'm like, my money is green just like everyone else's. And so that was that was kind of uh, the hardest part for me between not having a blueprint and being so young looking um, that no one really took me serious about it. So that was kind of like my my thing. That's really interesting. I think that for me, some of the creativity problems that I've had is like you really honestly believed in yourself and was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this happen. I feel like God gave me this thing to create. For me, sometimes it's like, I'm not really sure that I have as much to offer to the world as That's I right. think, you know? That's right. And then also sometimes it's just feeling sort of stuck. Like you can't, like I know what I want to do, but I'm not really sure how to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool that even though you didn't have a blueprint, you just said, okay, well, let me start somewhere, yeah. you know? And I feel like I feel like um, we as African Americans, I feel like sometimes we have really great ideas, but our follow through it just sucks. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and I feel like if we follow through more, I think 
we we would have so much more to offer this world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the, the follow through and sometimes the know how isn't there. So you know, it would take people like me or other people that have started businesses to to really go back and say, look, dog, this is how this works. This is how you do this. And that, and that's why I never turn anyone away that comes to me to ask for help or advice. You know, I send them down to the same printers I use. Like, because if you got an idea, I'd be a fool to, to try to shun you away from it because I'm doing the same thing. Because, you know, what God gave me is different from what he gave you. So that's right. I'm going to make it regardless. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, I just feel like follow through. Follow through, man. Follow through. That follow through. Gets a, that's a good point. I also would like to add that follow through, it is a, it's a character thing, but sometimes it's the same thing that um, kind of what I was referring to before is like not necessarily believing, like you might have a good idea, not necessarily believing that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And it does hinder some people to not have like someone to, to kind of mentor them or show yeah. them the way mm-hmm. or like and so sometimes I think that that's something that gets in the way of being truly creative yeah follow through you have to you have to have follow through you have to have discipline yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I think it, it, like piggybacking on what you're saying both of you it's really important and you know we're always like pushing this on the show but like to be self-aware <laughs> because mm-hmm. only a self-aware and a confident person can say like hey I'm not going to hoard my gifts or my blessing um, because I'm scared that if I tell you some of the things that have helped me that you're going to take. There's like this sometimes this idea that there's not enough Mm -hmm. to go around. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like I can't share my creative secrets with you. Like I'm not going to tell you how to start a podcast because you may do a better podcast than, you know, Mm -hmm. than me. Or it's that like hoarding of information and the things that we have obtained that I think really hurts all of us because you're right. There's only one team that is Danny Andrea. Nobody sure. can do that, Nobody right? There's only one square bear, period. And so it's like getting out of that, there's not enough to go around. And just understanding, I think even from an adult standpoint, that it's our job to like reach back and mentor people mm-hmm. who are behind us. Like it's, we're kind of all in this thing together, right? So mm-hmm. if someone comes to us, it would be, and, and I know people like that who are like, they don't want to tell you how they did what they did. They don't want to give you their contacts. They don't want to, and it's just like, not that you're trying to piggyback off of somebody else's good work, but if you have knowledge that I don't have yet and you can help me get somewhere, why would you not? not? Yeah. Yeah. And to piggyback on that, as well, I feel like we keep saying piggyback. (laughs) I was about to say the same thing. To echo your echo. Piggyback. Piggybacks. Pinky toe of the piggyback. No, also having creative people around you or people that just really believe in you having them around you uh i remember telling one of my closest friends at the time about square bear when i came up with the idea i took it to his house i'm like he's one of my best friends childhood friends growing up and i just remember saying yo bro i got this idea this is a brand called square bear this is and and i showed it to him and he looked at it and he, he looked at it and he said uh that looked like kanye west bear he gonna sue you I looked at it and I'm looking back and forth between Square the Square Bear looks nothing like Kanye West Bear. Exactly. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And then I was like, man. And I remember in that moment, like, our friends have such persuasion over us because they're our friends. Yes. So I could have easily been like, man, that's so, all right. Yeah, you're right. It kind of does. And I just could have threw away the idea. But I went and got it printed. And I'll never forget, two weeks later, I wore a black hoodie to his house with, with Square Bear on it. And he looked at it. He was like, I want to invest 10000 right now. 
And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, nah, I'm going to pass, man. He was like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, you almost trashed the idea. Like, <laughs> because of who you are in my life, like, I could have easily just threw, threw the idea out because of who you are to me. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it's, it's, it's always good to have people that just... Tell you to go, man. Do it. Just do it. Whatever you want to do, whatever you you're if you're passionate about something, just yeah. do it, dude. And I do think we, <clears throat> when we talk about like getting stuck or feeling stuck, some of that definitely can be attributed to because your best friends, like understanding that like not everybody's ever gonna get your vision, right? Mm -hmm. So your best friends, although they may be your friends, they may not be the people. You know what I mean? Right. It's like we have so many different varying circles of friends. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, uh, there were definitely a few people who were like, why would you start a podcast and like, what exactly do you have to talk about? And, and I was what like, exactly what, is a podcast? Right, and what <laughs> even is a podcast or whatever? And it's like, you have to be so careful because people will plant little seeds of doubt mm -hmm. in the name of your best interest or yeah. thinking that they have your best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like people don't realize your words really mean things. I mean a lot. And it's like, if I, if I value your opinion, then I'm going to take that to heart to some degree. And it's mm -hmm. so... You know, we just have to be more careful, I think, with each other, you know, in, in that respect. And, like, if someone's sharing a dream or an idea or a creative expression, it's like, why not do it? What what would it hurt? Exactly. What would it hurt to, like, okay, see this through? And what, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it to stop someone in their tracks. Mm -hmm. um, we do that to each other sometimes without even realizing mm -hmm. that we've done it. And so. Very true. That's a good point. Has a fear of criticism ever stopped you from moving forward before? Like, clearly that didn't. No, I mean. No, I mean, no. I used to get into it with guys back home, and it was the silliest thing, but dudes would get mad at me because I was happy all the time. And they'd be like, why Why are you so happy, dog? And I'd be like, I, I just got I got joy, you know? And it's just like, <laughs> the only thing I said, I have joy. Like, And it wasn't like nothing funny, no funny business, but they was like, why are you so happy all the time? And I'd just be like, I don't know, and this is just me, and I'm okay with it. And you know, even with like the things that I would wear, like I I was nicknamed Andre 3000 growing up because like yeah. the clothes I wore were just kind of edgy, you know. And I just never cared, and and just always went forward, you know, and and believed in that, you know. There was a time, and I don't want to blame hip hop or gangster rap for this, but there was a time where everybody was so angry. Mm. and so hard mm -hmm. just for no reason <laughs> no like reason. it is morning time we're having a bagel it's, what's what's the problem <laughs> at eight in the morning at recess like what Lame. is the issue or the malfunction like why are we all so angry <laughs> and i remember that too where people would be like why are you smiling all the time you're so kiki and it's just like what is really the problem there's no why problem are we right so now. angry like i live in burbank we're not gaming and <laughs> nobody got shot everybody's all right we are all and all right in Burbank, they were probably like struggling to be angry. They were right. trying right. so right. hard, right. so hard. I'm like, what is the real and true malfunction here? Right. Why are we so angry? Seriously, it was like a time where everybody was just guys didn't want to smile, and everybody Man. was just. I just remember that. Like, I don't see the seriousness. Like, why? <laughs> why? That's so funny. I appreciate your your willingness to push through and the confidence that you have. What would you say to somebody who? isn't necessarily feeling as confident or they're feeling stuck or like nobody's supporting them. We have those friends and people in our lives. Mm -hmm. Look, you know, for me, it's just like change up your circle, change your circle up. Um, 
I love when Kanye says, you got too many Urkels on your team. That's why your win's low. And I just mm. like, when I heard that, I was like, man, you know, like, <laughs> like switch it up, you know, go find some people that, you know, and that's another beautiful thing about LA is so many creatives here. Um, switch it up, man. Go be around some people that, that actually are going to push you or that are just creative people in general. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll feed off that energy. Um, but I mean, I'm constantly, for me, it's different. I wake up in the morning and, you know, I tell people all the time, like, stop jumping on Facebook. First thing I said, jump on Pinterest. You know what I'm saying? Jump on, you know, for me, I'll jump on Pinterest first or I'll jump on apartment therapy and go look at something as far as home decor is concerned or, you know, throw on something positive first. You know what I'm saying? Hell, watch a cartoon. I don't know. Do something that's going to make you happy instead of jumping on Facebook, you know, and reading about everybody's problems and why they mad and, and all of this stuff. And, you know, uh people talk about me because i don't watch the news you know the news they you know nobody you. really watches i don't watch the news i think it's retarded you know <laughs> or I'm, I'm sorry you can't say retarded illogical i think <laughs> watching the news is illogical because there's nothing positive on it and we live in a city where we need positivity uh on a daily basis um to be successful uh i think personally so um you know change up your circle and 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 be mindful of what you do first thing in the morning, you know, um, because it will dictate your day. That's just how I feel. I like that. You do too. Yeah. Being mindful is so important. Yeah. It's so important. I think that especially having a vision and having set goals for yourself and just being aware that you are going somewhere is significant mm -hmm. to success. Yeah. Have you ever felt aimless or have you ever felt lost on your journey? Because it, it's hard. It's hard to, to yes. build a brand. It's hard to follow your your dreams or just follow mm -hmm. that creative yeah. instinct. Definitely. I mean, for me, just Square Bear in general has, has had me in the wilderness because so many different people like the brand. So it's like, you know, I'll go somewhere, I'll go to a party and like, Somebody my age will be like, yo, bro, that a t-shirt is dope. And then I'll go to the grocery store right after that. And the old lady will say, honey, that shirt is so cute. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, man. And then somebody will say, I would love to buy. Do you guys carry onesies? I would love to get those for my kids, for my babies. And I'm just like, man, so much to do. But, you know, you try to find the target audience, you know, right. for your brand. But it's so hard to do because it's such a lovable brand it really is without and trying to toot my own home no th this yeah. is a true story so I, I was at the grocery store and i had on my square bear sweatshirt and i'm like rolling down the aisle and i run up this kid runs up to me and is like square bear and i was like what and he literally had on a square bear beanie and he was nine Aww. and i was like hey dude and he was like oh my gosh oh my gosh i love this he was like who even are you kid. yes yes he was like look at you and i was like wait what's happening but it was it just like That's agree cute. with his point like yeah. i literally ran into a nine-year-old like we were both rocking mm -hmm. square bear yeah. and i'm not nine so <laughs> yeah. so it's it you know aimlessly yes you know uh it gets rough at times and then just like where to go like next you know can be aimless you know 
it can be tough. Um, so, you know, you just try to stay focused and, and try to keep, like I said, people around and keep visuals around that inspire you and keep you focused. Um, so, yeah. How would you say or how would you encourage people who feel like they they're stalling or they're like stagnant? I know you have some takeaways for like how to set up, you know, your day and things like that. Mm -hmm. But what about those moments where it's like you just feel like you're not seeing the traction you want to see or you're just floundering? Like I have done those things and I am encouraging. I'm trying. So what do you do, Brooks, when you feel like you're stalled out? Well, it's weird you say that because I I read a a quote today um, that I want to share um, that said um, uh, it's a finding inspiration book. That, I, mm. that I've been reading. And it says, uh, you can't wait for inspiration. You have to go after it with a club. And so um. like, yeah. And it just says, you know, I sometimes lack, uh, I sometimes use lack of inspiration as an excuse for not doing things I say I love. Today I'm going to go ahead and do what I love and not wait to be inspired. If I have to, I'll make my own inspiration. That's nice. Yeah. And so that like, good. I love it. Yeah. So like sometimes like if you, if you don't have it, man, just go out and do it. Like when I dance, you know, um, you know, sometimes I, I can't come up with different moves and, and I'm just like, man, I don't feel like doing this today. I don't, I'm not motivated. I don't have any inspiration. Sometimes I'll just turn on the song and I'll just, just dance around, you know, and, and, you know, I'll say my little prayer, of course, and ask for, for creativity, but you know, sometimes I just turn on the music and see what it gives me. And and that'll get those creative juices flowing. And from there, I, you know, it'll get me in my zone. So just it really, getting after it. Yeah. It really is about, like, the baby steps. And like you said, yeah. just taking it one step at a time, one day at a time, and understanding that clarity comes with movement, not mm-hmm. fear. Like, mm-hmm. just that's mm-hmm. exactly what you just said. And I totally agree with that. Um, keeping a support group keeping partnership and just continuously reviewing the goals that you've set for yourself. I mean, I think those are all awesome things. And then also this last point. Yeah. We think it's really important as people who've stepped out into the creative world. Yes. Like everything we put out, we know, we already know that it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. We're very aware of where we fall short and we are just trying to kind of create this world for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to create a good product. We're trying to bring people into kind of like our tribe and yeah. and just develop something. So there are going to be, and there have been failures in some sense. We are learning that we have to kind of embrace failure as part of the process Definitely. as opposed to being like, we failed, oh, Let's, yep. it's done, Yep, hmm. man. No, I agree. I agree. I've, I've spent and wasted so much money uh, just doing things, uh, for Square Bear, but I, I don't take it back at all, you know what I'm saying, so it comes with the territory. That's how you learn. That's how you learn. Yep. This is awesome. Thank you so much for helping us with a few of your jewels. I told you guys it was gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, and guys, don't forget to have fun in this creative process. Please. Okay, it's a journey. Please. It is a journey. Have a good time. Yeah, and tell us about your creative ideas. We wanna know. So after all of that, listeners, what have you been waiting to do? And how can you inspire yourself into action? 
Comment on our Facebook page or shoot us an email at ddspinthebottle at gmail.com. We want to know what's on your mind. Yeah, we do. Okay, it's time for another spin. And because you are a special guest, Brooks, it is your turn. Oh, wow. Here's a spin recap. We have Riddle Me This, For Nostalgia's Sake, Currently Crushing, Rom-Com, You Did Us Wrong, Hypothetically Speaking, and Mom! Okay, we're excited. Let's see what he gets. For For nostalgia's sake. Okay, so this is where you give us um, just a memory or a thing or a fad or something. When you look back, you're like, oh, I wish we could bring that back. Mm. I used to love this. Mm. Uh, Two things. Okay. Um, (laughs) Two things. Yeah. Um, The classic man. Uh, the gentleman, the 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 um, man, just just the the dandy. Let's bring the dandies back, man. Like those brothers that would just get dressed to the nines just to go to Target. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I miss those days. Agreed. Like, uh, and I was that guy. Was uh, when I first moved here, I was that guy. And some something about California will just be like. Bro, seriously, why do you have that on? <laughs> and you're like, I mean, I, you know, this is me. You know, mm, that can go one uh, of two ways in California, though, yeah. because it could be like you're in your shorts and flip flops and you're hyper casual. Yes, yes. LA is very like casual. Yeah. Or sometimes you will run into people who are stunting for no no reason, reason, no reason, and no, that looks something like, why are you in a full length chinchilla coat? Now, and yeah, that's an extreme situation. I have to do with, seen it with mine eyes. Yeah, everything has to do with season. <laughs> season season and time of day, mm-hmm. I feel like. Okay. Now, you're not going to have on, you know, a mink in the middle of summer, bro. Like, like When in LA on. are you wearing a mink ever? Let's just like, like for real. Well, for real. you know, you know, just you know, in LA events, I guess, but never, never really. But uh, <laughs> gone are the days of the dandy. I miss the dandy. I miss, you know, uh, dressing up on a regular basis and and not just for work sake or church sake, you know, just for it's a lovely day out. I want to wear an apple cap and and a, a, a button up with a bow tie and a vest and some slacks, you know, and shoot and some sandals if I want to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would, for sure. you know, whatever for LA purposes, sand, whatever makes you feel for, good. for LA purposes, but just as like the sharply the sharply dressed man. I think I miss that, you know, I miss being able to do that on a normal basis. And then number two, um, I was talking to somebody about back in the day when churches would have uh, full meals after church is over. Oh, you know, people. Oh, my God. In the basement. In the basement. You know, and like people, you know, having potlucks after church. I I miss those days. Fellowship Fellowship Hall. Hall, You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, like. Being able to have church and then have a meal. Like, all of the mothers bring a dish. You know what I'm saying? And it and, was good food, and too. And it was good, great <laughs> food. Sherbert food. punch. Come on, man. Yes, Sherbert punch. That church punch. You that know, with that Sherbert ice cream and that 7-Up. All I'm and saying And somebody is, always brought ambrosia. Who, I don't yeah, know if that was man. the same for you guys. Who but decided I, that that was a drink? Right. <laughs> I don't know. But but it it, it is. It, it is in, it's still in man. some places. So, I just miss those, those times. I mean, those times got me by when I first moved. Here to LA, um, 
a church I used to go to. We would eat after church every Sunday, and I was I was broke. So like to be able to get the word and then get full, yes, and go home and maybe watch some TV and take, take a, a little nap, nap take, take that midday Sunday nap. <laughs> you I got missed. the bread of life and yeah. real bread and the real bread, Come man. Somebody, man, man. So I missed I missed those days. Um, I miss those days greatly. So, um, you know, just just those the dandy and the the after church special. It's good downstairs. It's good. I like it. Meet me downstairs, Brooks. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's good. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, we've loved having you on the show. Thank yeah, you. for sure. Thank and you. we want to let people know where they can find you. Well, you guys can find my brand um, Square Bear at mysquarebear.com. Uh, or all of the handles are uh, my square bear, um, and if you want to find me personally, <laughs> no, I'm joking. You can find me at um, at courageously creative uh, on Instagram at courageously creative on Snapchat. I'm Broadway Brooks, but I hardly snap. But but I did snap today. You did. I saw this lady on the bus stop. When I tell you, you know how when kids fall asleep, yeah. <laughs> And they neck be like a certain oh, way to no. where you be like, I think my child will die if I leave them like that. <laughs> That's how she was asleep on the oh. bus stop, slumped over. And I just, I laughed. I, it was a deep belly laugh. That's how good <laughs> it was. Because she was really knocked out on that bus stop. So oh, it was good. Belly. So yeah, Broadway Brooks on Snapchat. Uh, courageously creative on Instagram. And then my square bear for everything as far as my brand is concerned. And I really appreciate you all for having me. I'm honored. And I'm going to go home and tell all of my friends that I got to sit up and look at two fine women (laughs) for about an hour or two. And uh, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. He is charming as the day is long. (laughs) The day is long. I tell you. All right. That was a lot of fun. So much fun. Hey, guys, if you want to add some stuff to the wheel, a have some categories that you think we should talk about and let our guest answer let us know together we win you know what i'm saying absolutely so do you want to take the top or the bottom well recent revelations (laughs) i'm into it Danny, oh, okay. you know you have to go first. Well, I mean, you're always ready. deep, and Brooks, no doubt, is going to have something mind-blowing to give us. I have something kind of silly to say, but this is something that I recently realized about myself mm-hmm. while, on a, while on a little Starbucks coffee date. Do mm. you remember how we talked about me being clicky? Yes. A little bit? Okay. I also have some biases that I did not realize I have. Mm-hmm. until this moment. And I'm going to tell you why. I can discount people for very silly and ridiculous things. Oh, like when I have judgy moments? Kind of. But like mm. literally where I'm like, yeah, we can't date because of this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's something very silly, right? Like, oh, you wore yeah. flip-flops. That's ridiculous, right? Yeah. Well, I have yeah. another one to add to the list. Are what you ready for something that I'm like, oh my gosh, we can't be together if you, <laughs> if you do this? <laughs> tell me. Please tell me. Okay, are you ready? He wore a pinky ring. 
Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> Say to goodbye. our Starbucks coffee chat. <laughs> Say goodbye. And it was like the gold, it was a pinky ring. Did it have Let's jewels in it? It was, do you remember the pinky rings back in like, this is like the 80s where these rings so were trending. was a retro pinky but, ring? Yes, it had like the square face on top and like gold so flakes. So he was 55? No. Oh, man. Do you remember the gold flakes? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think Brooks would nugget, call that style. The, the gold nugget ring. The gold yeah. nugget yeah. pinky ring. Wow. And before he even got, we didn't even, and how ridiculous of me, right? But mm-hmm. we're sitting down and I saw him pick up that glass, that, that cup. <laughs> pinky ring hit the sun and my eye and I was like, oh my, <laughs> we cannot be together. <laughs> and from then on. I was trying to find an exit. Oh, Pinky rings. On a tee. Why? You see? What it is in this my mind. This is mo- awful. I, it's awful. It's <laughs> awful. It's <laughs> so awful. Mm. Just awful. But I agree. You guys. It's horrible. Di- it's I'm in horrible here, style guys. choice. I'm in, I'm in trouble, guys. I'm in trouble. That's it awful. Shouldn't so be a you're saying breaker. you didn't give him a chance? Yeah. Even after you realized that this is ridiculous? I did. Because, it's, <laughs> because you're wearing a gold. Because I was trying to think nugget okay. pinky ring. To I was thinking, Starbucks. how did he get it? Did he get it? <laughs> I can't. Now I can't talk. How did he get the pinky ring? Like maybe it was given to him by his no, grandfather. I asked. Because, <laughs> you know, maybe asked, it was his. Wait, I want to keep going. <laughs> I asked because you know I'm sarcastic, and only people who know and love me know uh, when I'm like. Oh, I trying know. to get she something gets, like, out of you. It's mm. very and I'm like, so please tell me all about this pinky ring. Because I can't really move forward until you, <laughs> Dang, you, yeah, you not tell only, me about this. Not only did you discount him, you ridiculed him. For you, his you, face. He didn't know did I was ridiculing him that. because I'm good like that. But it, and he was like, oh did. my God. He was like, oh my God, this ring? Yes, let me tell you all about it. And then went into how he has a plethora of pinky rings. Oh, yeah. oh wow. And oh, yeah. he feels himself. like it's just, it's just stylish. Which is mm. like, who am I to tell you it's stylish? But yeah. I was like, if you have a closet full of pinky rings. <laughs> I can't fool with you. I cannot fool with you. <laughs> but thank you for this latte. <laughs> Uh, well, if, if it makes you feel any better, that's how I feel about women with bad breath. Like, if your breath stinks, that's legitimate. The first time I meet you, <laughs> not the first and, time. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, and and now if we're having a meal and you had an onion sandwich, sure, by all means. Why well, have an onion up, sandwich? But if you right. do, <laughs> but if you show up and it, your breath smells like you've been fasting all day, <laughs> dude, mm. count it, count it all joy. I I will never see you again. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just a piggyback on the back Thank of that. You. Time. We all have our things, I guess. <laughs> we, we love some piggybacks in this room. This What's your recent revelation, Drea? Oh, I don't want to do it. Oh, God. Here comes Drea's <laughs> recent revelation. <laughs> I was just pondering. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was trying to find a light recent revelation. And it was hard, guys. I'm still not sure that I have found it. Um, can I just say one very recent revelation? I'm pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. It's not new to me. Well, I don't always feel that way. That's awesome. That's awesome in itself. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be, what's, give me some words, braggadocious, facetious, or proud, Mm -hmm. but I'm coming to the realization that I am actually talented and smart. Mm. You is smart. Mm. 
<laughs> you is important. Mm. Well, now I'm not sure. Are you also asking me about my pinky ring? I'm not sure. If you're being... No, but <laughs> there's some self appreciation happening in my world. Yes, and it's mm. really cool. It's different from like telling yourself you is kind, you is yeah. smart. It's different from like trying to dig that up. I'm actually starting to feel like it, and it's kind of a cool That's awesome. feeling. That's amazing. That's awesome. Oh god, I'm learning to embrace my thickness. While we're talking about that, you better you better embrace the curves. Please, I'm just please gonna thank be, you. It's just gonna happen. You know? I mean, there's always work to be done. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just learning. Like it's okay. I'm a thick woman, mm-hmm. and that's just what it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have to be 77 pounds because I live in LA. <laughs> Come on now. 77. You know pounds. what I'm saying? Come okay. on now. All right. Come on. All journeys to self appreciation. So that wasn't too bad. That was a no, good, that was good. That was nice that was and light. Okay. Now, okay. y'all make minds feel like it's too dark and deep. No, no, no. no we're tell okay. us. Tell us. Oh, man. Well, I was going to say my recent revelation is there are not enough young men that are afraid of anyone. What? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go deep tell on us that. More. Yes. There are not enough young men that are uh, that have anyone in their lives that they are afraid of. So therefore, they run reckless through life. Um, I feel like all young men, you know, should have that one guy, whether it's their father, an uncle, a older cousin, I mean, a neighbor, anybody that they're afraid of that they not afraid of in like trembling, but that they respect enough to like tighten up. That's right. When that person comes or calls their phone, you know, uh, I just I feel like we're lacking that. I feel like we're lacking that deeply, and that's why we got all of these young knuckleheads running around being reckless and talking to women any kind of way and mm. and just, you know, getting into it with the police and all of that. You know, I feel like a lot of this stuff can be, um, like, handled early if, if you know, if we have someone in our lives uh, that, one, is are constant, you know, yeah. that, are, that, are, that are there and that, you know... You know, because if they're there early, I mean, even if you're six foot four and and I'm five, nine, you know, but that fear, just That's having right. that respect, mm-hmm. that respect, put some respect, put some respect on, on it. it. My know? mama is four eleven. Yes. And to this day. Yes. <laughs> I ain't never yes. messing Listen, with Joanne. Exactly. Not, not Joanne Battle. Exactly. <laughs> I just remember it? just my dad. He was always there. And, and I rem- I'll never forget my twin. And I'll tell you all this quick story. My twin and I. We were downstairs in the room. We had just got back and from a, a a party, and we were about to fight over this girl. And I remember it was eleven o'clock at night. My dad came downstairs, and he walked in. He had on a wife beater and some and some and some boxers. Nice. And uh, and I'll never forget. My my brother was standing closest to the door, and he said. I, y'all ain't gonna be in here with all this loud talking. It's too late at night. And my twin turned around and looked at him and said, What are you gonna do? Ooh. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh. My dad. What? He got fresh. My dad. He headbunted this boy. <laughs> like, walked up on him and said, Who are you talking? And as soon as he said two, he headbunted my twin. <laughs> he didn't even yell at you. And at that moment. Oh, Lord. I just, first of all, I put my hands up and I started apologizing. I said, "This is stupid. <laughs> I never want to fight again. Like this is dumb." And at that moment, I was like, "Anybody that that will headbutt you doesn't care about themselves in that moment." <laughs> at and all. that person is crazy. 
And Clearly. ever Wisdom since that day, tells me. exactly. <laughs> ever since then, like I've always respected my dad. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. And 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 I feel like all young men need that kind of person in their lives. I mean, I'll still go back home to Kansas City like once a year, twice a year, and I could be at home chilling. And my daddy will come downstairs and say, "Hey, go cut that grass." Guess who's cutting grass? I'm gonna cut cutting that grass in my grass. Jordans. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to cut that grass in my Jordans just because I have that respect and that fear for him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I, man, in the J's, bro, like, man, get up. Get up. <laughs> no questions asked, you know? And I just feel like a lot of our, you know, especially in the African-American community, I feel like we're lacking that strong male in our lives. You know what I'm saying? So I want to see that more, you know, and if I have to be that guy, I don't mind, you know. Yeah. So, um, well, that yeah. was going to be my challenge, too. Yes, Coach Brooks. Coach yes. Brooks and uh, yes. any other. Get these young whippersnappers males. into shape. Man. Yeah. So, yes. You're awesome. I like it. Thank you. I'm into so it. So good. Thank you. All right, y'all. We're we done. Did it. We're episode done. 10. I can't believe this is our oh my gosh. episode. We're so brave. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Hold on. We need to take a moment for ourselves. <laughs> Recent revelation. Okay. Brooks, thank you for coming. Thank you for being amazing. No problem. I'm glad I got Drea, to come. there's no one else I would want to take this wacky ride with. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank our production team, of course, A.V. Queen and Jared Johnson. You guys are amazing. Top they make us sound world. so good. Good people, good Always. people. Thank you. And <laughs> listeners, we love you so much. Thank you for listening. We're getting all types of awesome feedback from you guys. Yeah, spread the word. Spread the Share, word. Spin the bottle with a friend. I've heard that people like to listen to us when they work out. You know? Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Like it gets them through. I mean, we go along. We like talk yeah, a lot. We do go in. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so share with the friend. And leave us a comment and let us know how you're feeling, no matter what that is. I we mean, want to hear from you. show some discretion. But... I want a Trump supporter. Please. Whoever, <laughs> whoever you are out there. You were adamant about Come, that. And you know, <laughs> if you've been listening, you know Danny's very understanding. She just, she really does want to know. I really yeah. do. In a a condescending type of way. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a Trump supporter, just don't have on a pinky ring when you're talking. That's That's all all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Leave your closet full of pinky rings at home, brother. (laughs) Not a closet. A collection with the gold flakes? (laughs) Gold flake. Square on the top. Mm. Pinky ring. Mm. I wonder if he knows if this is To the Starbucks on a Wednesday. Mm. Just a regular. What Brooks did say, you know, bring back the classic fan. I th- that is that is classic pimp. <laughs> <laughs> that is not classic man. I automatically thought of like uh, uh, Lil Wayne and them uh, hot boys with <laughs> pinky ring. <laughs> you got to say pinky ring. You, you can't, can't say, say pinky you ring. Can't you ever call pinky it a pinky ring. ring. Okay, it's mm. not okay. All we right. love you guys. We're Thanks out. for listening. Bye. Johnson's out.